if your holidays are going to be anything less than 100% fun and games, joy all the time, jolly jingle bell fun, then this one's for you. If there's any reason that you are dreading the holidays this year or approaching the holidays with some emotions that are heavy, some emotions that are not, it's the holidays, then this one's for you. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. I was the kind of person who had really, really good holidays as a kid. Other than the fact that I always got sick at Christmas, there was a long span of time where I was just sick every year at Christmas. And I spent a lot of time um, being offered Jell-O and I hate Jell-O. It's, it's, I will eat almost all foods, but there are very few things like that I dislike food-wise more than Jell-O. People wanna give it to you when you feel nauseous. It makes me feel nauseous. But the holidays were always really a lot of fun for me and I really looked forward to them. And it wasn't until I became an adult that I realized that for some people, the holidays were a sad time. The holidays were filled with anxiety or grief or depression. And The first thing that tipped me off is um, we were going to a church for a while, and that church always offered a blue Christmas service, which was more of a um, somber, reflective service. Uh, The second thing that tipped me off was when we went through foster parent classes, one of the things they talk about is a child's trauma timeline, so the traumas and the losses that they've experienced. Well, if you look at my trauma timeline, I was like... um, 14-ish when I had my first loss in my family. My great-grandma died and she was 100 years old. Literally, she was 100 years old. And then I was almost 30 before my next grandparent passed away. And so my trauma timeline, I had this huge, long, you know, like beautiful bubble-like amazing number of years where I had very little trauma. Um, This year has not been that way. Um, One of the things that I have not talked about very much is uh, we adopted our son when he was 10 years old and he moved out this year. And it was not a pleasant experience. It was not planned. And he's really not really old enough to have moved out. And... There was a lot of trauma around him moving out. And this is going to be our first Christmas without him. Um, Additionally, this year, we lost two pets. And one of our pets was our beloved Leo. Uh, He's a blue healer dog. And we'd had him since he was 18 years old. Um, (laughs) We'd had him. My husband had had him since he was a puppy, and he was a gift from my father-in-law, who is now also deceased, and um, Leo was 18 and a half when he died this year, and 
everything in my life is different right now. And this is really good for me to experience in that I know that for you, you have probably gone through periods of your life where everything is different. And if I'm being honest, I have not been super looking forward to the holidays this year in the ways that I normally might. So what I thought we would talk about today is, you know, if you're not looking forward to the holidays, how do we how do we navigate it and still find joy even amidst all the other very important emotions? And let me say this, if you have experienced trauma this year, if you have lost a loved one, if you have lost a loved pet, if something did not go the way you wanted it to, if you lost a dream, right? That's a loss too. If you didn't get to go on a major vacation that you'd been looking forward to for years, that's a loss too. Most of us don't get through a year without some sort of loss. We just don't always acknowledge it. But please know that you have my condolences and my compassion and my empathy and and I'm sending you so much love and light. Um, Whatever it is that's tough that you've experienced this year. So let's talk about how do we still find joy in the holidays, even, even amongst some non-joyful things? So number one, acknowledge your losses. Make space to grieve those things. Let it be okay. Let it be okay that you're not like putting on a happy face. Everything is fine. And I'm just you know, got my jingle bells on. I'm clicking my heels and running around the house. You don't have to pretend. (laughs) Finding joy, finding gratitude is not about pretending that you're not feeling bad. It's not about pretending that you don't miss someone. Especially during the holidays, something special happens in that memories are brought to life that we don't necessarily have all the time. Uh, This also happens when you lose someone. If you've ever been to a memorial service or a funeral Um, people spend a lot of time talking about that other person who is now gone and how they made you feel and and the, the fun memories that you have with them. There's something special that happens when you're in grief that brings those things to light for you. And for me, you know, I'm always trying to think about future Mel, right? And let's think about future you. I want to remember some of those things. So I try to capture those memories and write them down. So whether I journal about those things or whether I, um, one of the things I'm doing for our beloved Leo is I'm making a book because with a pet, there are a lot of ways that maybe that pet used to talk to you and communicate with you that aren't necessarily like captured on camera, aren't necessarily things that, um, you're going to naturally remember. So I'm making one of those. This is not like an ad for Shutterfly and I haven't ordered it. So it might not come from Shutterfly, but you know, one of those Shutterfly picture books and I'm going to write down some of my memories. I've already written them down and I'm going to make a little book with pictures and memories. Maybe you want to do that for a loved one. Maybe you want to memorialize in some way. Maybe you want to plant a tree or dedicate a park bench or Maybe you want to do something in memory of the person that you lost or the pet that you lost or the dream or the experience, whatever it is that you lost. It's okay to take time and journal about that thing, to feel sad, to sit on the couch, to cry, 
to whatever you need to do to make space and acknowledge your losses. Trying to push them down is like saying they weren't important. Of course they were important. They're shaping who you're becoming. So that's one strategy you can try. Another strategy, finding joy in the holidays, even amidst loss and grief. Start some new traditions. You don't have to do everything the same way you did. You know, if you are somebody who has gotten a divorce in the last year, you're no longer living with your spouse, you're going to be forced to start new traditions. But instead of thinking everything's ruined, can you look at it in a different light? And can you say, what a great opportunity for me to start this new tradition for myself and and for whoever else is around? Maybe you start a new tradition of going to somebody else's house. I was talking to a friend who whose grandparents passed away this year and Christmas was always at her grandpa's house. And so she volunteered to do it at her own house. And so that's a new tradition that they're starting. Maybe the new tradition is not giving gifts when you normally give a bunch of gifts. This is one of the things my husband and I talked about because we've been really working on decluttering our house. So we're really not into bringing more stuff in until we get more stuff out. So the tradition we're starting this year is instead of giving each other a gift, we um, are talking about an experience. You know, what, what's an experience that we can put some gift money towards and do that instead? So what are some new traditions you can start? And even if you feel like you're quote unquote forced to start a new tradition, how can you look at it in a new light? If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You want to know how a coaching program can be do it yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There is no one size fits all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your Five Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. Strategy number three, communicate. You're going to hear this come up all the time. It's one of my life skills, communication. But if you are feeling some kind of way about the holidays, say it out loud. Say it to people who need to hear it. If you're going to be going to your parents' house, tell your parents, I'm not really feeling very into the holidays this year. I just want to give you some forewarning that I'm feeling this way. It's because of this reason. Um, Communicate with your spouse. If you are experiencing... um, 
something that you need group support for, find a support group. Find a grief group. Find a, a widow or widower group if you lost your spouse. Find a group if you lost a child. If you need therapy, get therapy. I know I make it sound so easy. It really is as easy as looking up a therapist online. Sometimes you got to go through several. You go to see one and you're like, wow, I really shouldn't feel worse after talking to you. You made me feel very bad about myself. If that happens, that's not the right therapist for you. Probably. Go with your gut. You can do this. But if you need therapy, get therapy. Communicate your feelings. Don't try to just smash him down and hold him in because it's Christmas and I'll let him out eventually. Guess what will happen? If you smash them down and try to hold them in, they're going to explode when you don't want them to and on somebody who probably doesn't deserve it, right? Try to communicate as much as possible. And if you're really struggling with, maybe the person, if you're really struggling with this, maybe the person you need to communicate with most is yourself. Let me say that again. Maybe the person you need to communicate with most is yourself. If you have not journaled about the thing that happened, please get out your journal and just start writing. And write every day from now till the end of the year. And then write every day starting in the new year. Start sorting through your feelings instead of just trying to drown them out with other input. They're always going to be there waiting for you until you sort through them. Next strategy. Acknowledge your gains. I told you to acknowledge your losses. Acknowledge the gains for the year. And the first thing I need to say when it comes to, you know, naming your wins or naming your gains is to encourage you to let go of the guilt that might come along with that. I know that when you lose someone... And let's say, okay, so I have watched people be caregivers for elderly family members who needed a lot of care. And when that person was gone, when that person passed, of course, they missed them. They were hurting because they'd lost a loved one. They also felt immense relief because their life was suddenly a lot easier, a lot easier I loved my Leo, right? But he was 18 and a half years old. He needed some extra care, more care than this eight-year-old dog behind me. He needed, he needed extra care, and sometimes we had to do extra cleaning, right? Because he was here. Our lives are easier now that he's gone. We miss him terribly. Same thing with my, my son. We miss him. We miss the good version of him. But the trauma and the anxiety and the stress that was here, that was part of our family life, that's not here anymore. That is easier, right? So acknowledge the things that you have succeeded at this year. Whether it's that you developed some new positive habits, you had a chance to declutter, you now have more time for yourself, you achieved something. I wrote my first book this year. That's a huge win for me, right? Here it is. It's right here. I wrote my first book. It's called Becoming Future You, Be the Hero of Your Own Life. 
And I'm sure I could not have done it if my life was still as stressful and turbulent and there were still so many regular traumas happening, right? So acknowledge your wins. Acknowledge the good things that have happened. The universe can make good out of bad. No matter what, we just have to look for it and you find what you look for, right? So look for the good things that have happened this year, the things that you can be grateful for and let go of some of that guilt that might come along with recognizing those things. You're allowed to be happy again. You are allowed to find joy. You have permission to live your life. You're not dead. You're still here. And it is important that you still continue to create your version of a meaningful life. Okay, so speaking of creating a meaningful, joyful life, last strategy, practice holiday self-care. Practice holiday self-care. What are the things that bring you joy around the holidays? Or not around the holidays? Like, do you have a joy list? Have you made one? I've suggested it before. Have you made a joy list yet? Just things that make you happy. Snuggling with your dog, going for walks, giving yourself a manicure, taking a bath, taking a nap, reading for fun, dancing, you know, I don't know, doing push-ups. Does that bring you joy? Maybe it does. What what are your things that bring you joy? Make a literal list, put it up on the wall, and every day make sure you do something that brings you joy. Even if, and especially if, you're feeling that loss or that grief or that discomfort with the holidays this year, make sure you do those things. All right? This is, this is not about smashing your feelings down and not dealing with them. This is about accepting that you can experience multiple emotions throughout the day. You can wake up and grieve. You can enjoy a dance party with your dog later. And then you can feel sad again. You don't have to pick one emotion that you're going to feel for the whole holiday season. You can experience multiple, right? So practice holiday self-care. Part of your holiday self-care can be downloading my free year-end journal. I created a goodbye 2021, hello 2022 journal. And you know me, so a big part of the kind of questions I'm going to ask you is, what makes you feel good? What, what brings you joy? What wins have you experienced? Along with naming your losses. I included that question this year because it clicked for reasons that it's important to give yourself space to grieve and space to acknowledge the things that didn't go the way you wanted them to. While also looking forward to the future and looking at the good things that have happened in the past and the good things that have happened in the past year. Okay, so that's what we are doing this holiday season. Even if you're not looking forward to it, you don't want to, but you're going to anyway because it's December and the holidays are coming. You're going to acknowledge your losses. You might look at starting new traditions. You're going to communicate with those around you. And if you need help, you're going to get it. You're going to acknowledge your gains and let go of some of that guilt. You're allowed to keep living your life, right? You're allowed to feel good. And you're going to make a list of what brings you joy and practice year-end self-care. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, 
please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start. 